This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome, everyone, to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week, we're talking about Dave. These are Dave's I know, I know. These are Dave's I know. <laughs> yeah, and not that dickhead from accounting. We're talking about the movie. <laughs> the, <laughs> on the Wayback Machine. Yeah. The, the, the movie was this long. Trailer bait. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're right. This movie came out in 1993, directed by Ivan Reitman, R.I.P., uh, written by Gary Ross. Wow, we haven't had a movie written by one person in a long time. Yeah. Uh, Where's his partner, Glenn Gary? Well, I think, yeah. I think, I think Reitman was also credited for writing it, so. Right. Uh, starring Kevin Klein, Sigourney Weaver, Frank Langella, who else we got here? Kevin Dunn, Ben Kingsley, Vin Rames. Bonnie Hunt, what? I don't remember her at all. Uh, Beethoven, uh, she, Laura she, Linney. She was the, uh, the White House tour guide that, she's only in the, like, one scene, but she keeps saying, we're walking, oh, yeah, we're walking. Right. Oh, okay. okay. And uh, we're stopping. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Our, bring like Jell-O, almost steamrolls her. <laughs> yeah, so this is uh, our pseudo, not really tribute, but <laughs> to Ivan Reitman and to Charles Grodin, who, who also, he, also passed die? away. Last year, yeah. Oh man, yeah. What a bummer. All right. Uh, well, Scott, this is your pick. Uh, what's your history with this film? So I did see this in theaters. I I'm well. I'm almost positive that I did see it in theaters, uh, and I've seen it a couple times over the years on on different platforms. Um, yeah, it, it, it's like. <laughs> we, we we get in these discussions about who's an A-lister. Uh, I, I, Kevin Quine has is qualified for a lot of his career anyway, and uh, yes, a, a comedy about the president with Kevin Quine was kind of an easy sell. Um, this is the first time I remember seeing Ving Rhames in anything uh, for certain. Um, and or, with hair, and with hair, yes, that's true. Yeah, um, and before he weighed like three hundred fifty pounds, uh, this is. Like it, it was weird. too it was, much toast. I know it was weird seeing Sigourney Weaver not be Ripley. <laughs> uh, you know, in again, this came out in you said ninety three. Yeah, so mm-hmm. uh, really, only reference was was the Alien Aliens movie, um, Ghostbusters. Ivan yeah, Reitman. what do you want? Right, but like in my memory, like right man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, first time I think I've. I've Remember Laura Linney being anything? Uh, oh, that's her. Yeah, I was trying to think of her name the whole damn time. Yeah, so like most of these actors, this is the movie that I, I kind of associate them with first, other than like Sigourney Weaver and Kevin Klein. Uh, I don't know about Ben Kingsley. Uh, I couldn't say one way or the other. But, and obviously he, he didn't see for Franklin Jella. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah. Masters of the Universe. That's Sorry, right. Masters of the Universe. Have mm-hmm. have we done Masters of the Universe? <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. No. All right. I'm going to bring this up. Of course we have. There'd be no reason to do it again. <laughs> Unless Are we you haven't serious? We it. haven't done it? I thought we did. No, we've done it. We did? Okay. You're not just messing with us, Jeff, because you don't want to do it? I'm totally not messing with you, obviously. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I'll put it on um, my list and we'll figure it out later. Yeah. Speaking of A-listers, I think Sigourney Weaver is an A-lister. Oh, yeah, for sure. And Kevin Mm -hmm. Klein, I think around this time, was an A-lister. He had a big good run there, right? With, like, in the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah, but in and out and he had... uh, To to his credit, though, he was never, like, like the the action movie (laughs) A-lister. Not an action action movie. Well, well, just, just my point being that, like, it's not like his career had a downturn. It's just... You know, he was really sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, all right, I guess I'll go next. Uh, I definitely saw this in the movie theater, and I don't know why. Like, I was this ninety three. I don't know why. Fifteen <laughs> year old me is like, I gotta go see this movie, Dave. Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, and it wasn't because of her. Like, I, I don't. It was really weird, but yeah, maybe because I saw the robot. You know, I thought it was aliens <laughs> with with the <laughs> whatever yeah. you call it, the mech, mech warrior thing. Uh, I don't know, but I definitely saw this in the movie theater, and I liked it, even as a 15-year-old or however I was when this thing came out. So, uh, yep, and I think I've only seen it, like, once since then, and this is the first time in a while. Alex, what's your history? I remember only catching the end of this movie before, and that was years ago. That's the end. All right. (laughs) I feel feel like, Alex, this was a movie you you would have, like, watched with your dad, maybe? Like, that he would have liked? I don't know. Um, I'm pretty sure he would have. Maybe he was watching it, and then I just caught the end of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I know my dad would never have watched this movie, but <laughs> my, he was yeah, a big Kevin too. Klein fan, surprisingly. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> hey, my I, dad's I, got, like, John Wayne, Clint Eastwood, <laughs> Kevin Klein. Like, I don't know. Because he was in, what, Silverado? Or one of those movies we watched, right? Yeah. It's Silverado. Right? Mm-hmm. Silverado. He, yeah. he, I mean, like my dad, I might have even seen this with my dad, but this was definitely not in his wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, well, with that, we're going to talk about it. We each can do seven items from the movie. Scott, what's your number seven? Okay, so uh, my number seven is the, the Larry King conspiracy guy. Um, <laughs> it's, you know, Back in '93, it's it's kind of a funny joke and a, a little bit of play on the, the whole conspiracy in politics. Like, I find this joke sadly much more relevant now <laughs> in, yeah. in yeah. 2022 that there's some guy doing conspiracy. But uh, you know, it's not some guy. It's Oliver Stone. Was that Oliver Stone? That was Oliver Stone. Okay, uh, okay, <laughs> that makes that joke much more. And who like, was doing the JFK that. movies and all that stuff, Yeah, right? back so. into the left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I didn't... Ah, oh, damn it. That makes that joke way better. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well... I stand by what I said, but yeah, I guess I missed the point. <laughs> I, I guess I didn't recognize... I guess I guess I don't know what Oliver Stone looks like. Um, I did see his name in the credits. I was like, oh, where was Oliver Stone? And I never bothered yeah. to look it up, but... Uh... Yeah, no, that was definitely him. And I think at the very end you hear Larry King goes like, Jesus, Ollie, or something like that. But. <laughs> okay, well, then I think I'll stop on that one. <laughs> Number seven. There it is. Uh, conspiracy guy is actually Oliver Stone. 
I'll go next, and actually this is my number seven as well, is Oliver Stone, which, yeah, I, I, I kind of had the same thing, Scott. It was funny, but kind of, like, scary at the same time with how stuff's going today. But, yeah, I, I like that little... I, I always I always think of jokes like this in the the Eddie Murphy's Raw, uh, when, he, when he's he's making some joke about women, and, <laughs> like, he, he does, like, a, a feminine voice, and he goes, Eddie's funny, but he's not that funny. <laughs> anyway, okay. Anyways, Alex number seven. My number seven is I love when Dave is getting warmed up for his first performance. He just he keeps going. He just does one thing after another. He can't sit still. <laughs> I can't believe he didn't. Kevin Klein didn't run out of things to do when warming up. That it was just a perfectly timed cut. In the editing, it was great. <laughs> Where Big Range is just, hey, and then he just cuts right after that. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, my first big laugh of the movie. It was great. All right. Scott, number six. Uh, number six, I guess, <laughs> I guess really does follow up on uh, my my non Oliver Stone take. Uh, it's, it's interesting. Like, I, I guess there's less of a commentary on the movie itself. Um, and more just, uh, it kind of dates itself uh, with all the, the press and politicians that show up in the movie. And not because these were the people that were around in 93, but that there's no, like, like it's all apolitical, right? Like, they, they had Democrats and Republicans, like, show up in this movie. They had uh, the media. Um, I, I guess, like, the, the most hardcore people at the time was like McLaughlin, the McLaughlin group which is funny to think of that as like the halcyon days of, of this stuff although I, I didn't realize that uh, Chris Matthews was like it's <laughs> been around for that long well uh, I was going to say these are the same crusty white people are still in the Congress <laughs> I know yeah, a lot of them are in but, um, damn it but yeah. uh, you know it was just it was just funny like to think that oh we're going to do this movie about the president we get a bunch of people that, that actually are involved with with politics and, and the news and you know I, I just can't see that happening nowadays like it just it wouldn't play out that way um so yeah, yeah it, it's just, like what did you ever watch 30 uh, not 30 rock uh, parks and rec like later on she gets a, there's a lot of people that would show up from from dc from, on the show and play themselves and stuff from both sides of the aisle yeah, well, because they were Parks and Rec, they didn't really, they weren't really taking political stance or anything. I'm just, but they were being saying right. like they would okay. have the real people involved. Okay, that, well, that, that's that's fair enough. Um, I, I do I do a little bit more to say about the politics in the movie later, but uh, or lack thereof, I should say. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. At any rate, I just I don't know. It, it, I I guess my my overall point is that it just felt more like. Like less vicious? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, well, I, yeah, I, but for the lighthearted tone that it was taking, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Like, well, it's just like the climate back then. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it was just as bad, and I just don't remember anything about it. Like, obviously, yeah. social media feeds into all that stuff, but yep. um, that just wasn't a thing back in '93. Anyway, yeah, you're mm-hmm. trying to sell a movie, and and both sides watch movies, <laughs> which is not true. Uh, which is not true. <laughs> 
Just like the Jordan, when he could, people got mad at him when he wouldn't take a side on certain things. And he, he goes, Republicans buy Nikes too, or something like that. Those kids in the sweatshops aren't Republicans or Democrats. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, Alright, well, my number six, uh, it's kind of with the same thing, is as a kid I thought it was like, or the simplicity of being a president, the way they make it seem out to be. It's like, duh, I was cut from this and put it over here. I solved your problem. Like, like, I was like, yeah, man, I just bring in your buddy the accountant. We can fit. And then it's like, okay. And it's like I said, it's a lighthearted movie. They're not taking a stance. And it's yeah. a whole thing. And it's fun. It just kind of cracked me up. It, like, it, it's, it's, it, it, it is cute. Um, it, did, it did bother me. Not, not in like I had a problem with the movie kind of, kind of way, but I was like legitimately concerned <laughs> in the in the the logic of the, the the world that they're in of like fuck they're cutting all this stuff now there's no way they'll be able to cut stuff later like for other important things <laughs> <laughs> like i kept thinking about that like that's it's not a thought i had the last time i, I watched this for sure definitely not as a kid <laughs> yeah one thing i'm thinking is it every single time a president signs a veto or whatever it's like there's cameras on him and everything they oh keep... the veto is, a, is like from what i understand is like a huge deal like they have yes. to like send a guy down from congress to like put it in front of him yeah and like yeah yeah it's not just like skeletor just, just the behind the scenes. Yeah, just like i'll do this veto and <laughs> this veto and this veto and this veto yeah it's <laughs> like it doesn't have like it doesn't even have it doesn't happen that often right and yeah like you said yeah. it's a big deal so, but whatever. It's the simplicity of being a president or politics in general. But so it was a little annoying, but not. I said it's for this movie. It fucking works. So, like I said, I was annoyed with it. It was just like <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, I was like, no, you, you got to think about the long term. <laughs> that just shows you how much we talk about this stuff these days. All right, uh, that was my number six. So, Alex, number six. Well, we're old. I know, and just a, a different. You just get into politics when you're old. Number six is I love the mental just gymnastics that they pull to get Dave to to do the impersonation long term. <laughs> it was great. It's like uh, so, aren't you ever you know haven't you ever run a red light late at night and when it's safe? It's like I don't know, maybe. Now say your mother's in the car with you, right? <laughs> it's like yeah, it's a red light or you're safe. You want to go? Now imagine. The country is in the car. The whole, the whole country, the United States of America. Yes, the whole country. You need to get the country to the hospital, Dave. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was oh, that was great. Yeah, they, all three of them were just fantastic but, in that like, scene. Yeah, Kevin, yeah. Kevin Dunn was was really good in this movie. I have more to say about that. Yeah. yeah. All right, Scott, number five. Uh, number five was uh, just uh, a, a very funny little character moment. Um, when they're in the press room and he's uh, reeling off the, the speech that Kevin Dunn's character, Alan, had, had made. And, like, Alan's, like, enthralled watching somebody <laughs> do, the, do the speech, like, actually be impressed with himself. And then, so he, he does, like, this impressive impersonation and, and uh, shows that he's got a good memory for this stuff. And then all of a sudden he looks down and sees the pen. <laughs> and then... Can you take this? Yeah, just... And then just the way that, that Kevin Klein sells it, like it was so genuine. <laughs> Ooh, can I have this pen? <laughs> kind of kind of thing. Uh, made, made me laugh. Nice. It's a White House pen. All right. Uh, on to my number five, and <laughs> it is kind of creepy and weird that Sigourney Weaver falls for 
her husband looking like. Yeah. Like, I get it. Like, she probably, if you want to think about it hard, the reason she fell in love with the president in the first place because he probably had good ideals back in the day and all that stuff, right? And lost his way. Mm-hmm. Now she sees in him. But it's weird. It's creepy. It's, uh, yeah. So, but whatever. Once again, it's this type of movie. But it'll, if you think mm-hmm. about it, it's like at the very end when she shows up, like, Ugh. Yeah, they didn't, yeah. That sh- I think that sh- that's one of those things that would have bothered me in any other movie, but I guess I was just so charmed by it, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like said, for this movie, it works. I, yeah. I mean, I, I you're, was... you're going to the, the whole, you know, the whole premise is weird, so and stupid, but... Yeah. I, mean, I was just thinking at the end of the movie, too, like, how... <laughs> it's going to be doubly weird if they stay together and he gets on the news at any point. People could be like, yeah. oh, he looks just like yeah. the president that died like like three months ago. And then wait a minute, his his girlfriend looks exactly like oh wait, it actually is her. Like Oliver Stone on the street. Yeah. Oh, it's right, I told you. Indication. It would just be Jay Little making jokes. Oh, she has a type, huh? Oh. Hey, did you buy this? Did you buy this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Those three-second clips of Jay Leno, and I hated it. Oh, the God, fucking weird. It. You know what? Forget that. That's my number seven. <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> Fuck you, Leno. Uh, all right. Alex, number five. <laughs> uh, my number five is uh, the learning montage. I really like that scene. Because, as you guys pointed out, just the simplicity, the, the simplified politics, <laughs> and the job of president. That he had to do. Oh, he just has to memorize some names, see where people are. They actually had cardboard cutouts of everybody around the, the table. <laughs> it's like, how, why? Yeah, why do you like, already have those? <laughs> he's like learning basic civics, too. So oh, yeah. Like Congress is split up into yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. Judicial, <laughs> executive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Hey, oh, Breeding right. presidents is easy. I'm going to put my name on the ballot next time. There you go. A lot of people or do, change, Alex. Or change my change my name to Mickey Mouse, and then I'm in. There you go, Scott. Number four. All right, uh, number four is uh, similar to Alex's learning montage, the kind of mm. goodwill tour they have in the earlier part oh, of the movie, yeah. where he just he's out being like just this like very affable <laughs> guy, just. Uh, like awestruck by by being everywhere and uh, um, you know trying trying to stay in character like they they had the trailer bait with the, the mechanical arms um, yeah and then just you know playing with the rolling around on the lawn with the dogs and even though corgis giving, yeah corgis in the, the yeah. full suit um, sitting like all the babies uh, like it. It was fun seeing like him enjoy the perks, I guess. <laughs> like Alex is saying, like, yeah, he's not doing anything political. He's just showing up places, uh, and, he, and he's having like the time of his life, like staying in character. Matt, uh, and then like like he says later in the movie, not so much that that he like likes the the fame and attention, but just that he's like getting to to enjoy going all these places and, and doing these things. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, like the reporter said, it wasn't he wasn't a zombie president anymore. Yep, <laughs> he's actually alive. Energy. Uh, yeah, and again, you know, saw Kevin Klein selling a lot of this. Uh, some more to say about that later. Mm-hmm. 
All right, on to my number four. And this isn't really a comment about the movie, just the, the premise. And I have to think body doubles has definitely have definitely happened. And it probably happened a lot. Not to this state where, like, they do anything, but, like, they sneak a president out. They put different versions of people or whatever. Don't you think this right. has to have happened? Like, yeah, Slick Willie should have done that. <laughs> yeah, like, they get people that, like, from a like, stand-in level, like, in a yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm sure it's happened. Uh, I, I was curious about though, again, like in the logic of the movie because I've done it before. Like, yes, you could get somebody and say, like, we'll pay you if you want to be a double. But like, at what point do you say, you know, someone could shoot at you or whatever? Like, <laughs> it, like, do they have to sign something? Say like a waiver saying you could be murdered doing this. You probably can't have any written uh, <laughs> form of this. That's true, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing the uh, the Secret Service is not too uh, forthcoming with <laughs> yeah. with any of their their the details of their well of their detail. Well, well, they're secret. Yeah, it's a secret service, not a public service. So, yeah. but anyway, yeah. Like the whole time, I was like, okay, I don't think they're doing this. I mean, they probably were doing this for nefarious reasons. To, but but besides that, just. I could totally see. Oh, yeah, the president's going out the back door. Every, the whole big show. Then he ends up going out another door somewhere, or whatever. I'm sure this happens. It's number four. Uh, Alex, what's number four? My number four is. I like that they never explain why just Kevin Klein looks exactly, or like Dave looks exactly like the president. It's never just like, oh, we checked their DNA, and it turns out they're like second cousins, twice removed, or any you know DNA bullshit like that. It's just like, no, he just happens to look exactly like you. You're a doppelganger. Yeah. As That's many it. things in this movie, just don't think about it too hard. It's, yeah. It's a movie. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just Dave. All right. He's uh, selling cars. <laughs> Scott, number three. All right. Uh, number three is uh, got kind of a... Uh, I don't... <laughs> Murder's Row might be putting it too strongly, but... Uh, the the cast of the, the supporting actors here is is really great. Uh, uh, Kevin Dunn is really good in this as as Alvin like always talk him into it, but like he, he does some subtle stuff. We we can tell like he's really bothered by everything, but he's so used to just spinning stuff that he like he, he's almost like spinning himself up as, as he's doing these things. Um, you know, Frank Langella is, is always good as a it's a bad guy uh, as he is here. Um, being Rames, um, it's fun to watch him warm up uh, to uh, to Dave over the movie. Although I felt like they were missing a scene or two, maybe, or maybe they needed to string it better differently. So it felt like all of a sudden Ving Rames like goes from just kind of being annoyed with him to being like, "Oh yeah, do you think I'd look good in a sweater vest?" Like it, it felt a little. Like yeah. some, they need something mm-hmm. more to connect there, um, and then and then Charles Grodin was was uh, was really good too. Was his buddy, the accountant that he brings in, um, that's freaked out by. <laughs> I love Broadhurst. Yeah, being in, a, in the office <laughs> there. Um, so, yeah, these are uh, and oh, and, and of course uh, Ben Kingsley. Um, they they all. Uh, yeah, they're just really good character actors um, that, that tie the movie together here. Yeah. I will say one thing about Ben Rames. It took me a little while. Like, until he talked, 
I was like, who, I, I recognize this guy. Who is this guy? I was trying to think about it. And he started saying, I was like, oh, crap, that's Finn Rames. Like, I've never seen him with hair before. I don't know. That was what <laughs> threw me off. And I'm looking at this was 93 and Pulp Fiction came out in 94. But I still think the first thing I saw him in, because I didn't see uh, Pulp Fiction when it came out, is probably what Alex keeps saying, Toast. I think the first thing I saw him in was Mission Impossible. Or I reckon, like, I, mm-hmm. he was a decent character. So I'm looking here. He's in Jacob's Ladder and Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. Like, he's in... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, well, I barely remember that movie, so... Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm guessing he didn't have a big role in that. Mr. Stereo. So, I don't know. People under the Stairs... Oh, that's right. He he was one of the main characters people on the stairs. I forgot about that. Yeah, I don't remember that. I've never even seen that, so... That's a weird movie. Yep. All right. Uh, we're on to what? My number three? Yes. Yeah. Um, this was, like, just toward the beginning when they're just kind of setting up how... what a dick this president is and how bad their, their, their marriage is and stuff as they come off the helicopter and he's giving the thumbs up, being all presidential... He has the dogs, and then as soon as they get out of the camera sight, he just tosses the leashes and the dogs <laughs> to the side. She goes one way, he goes the other way, and I bet that happens a lot more than we want to yeah. believe, too. Or not believe, I, but... I, I love the, the line that he has when he's meeting with some of the Congress, like, senators, I, I forget what they were, but he says, I don't want to do this because it's going to make me look like a prick. I don't want to look like a prick. I want you to look like pricks. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good line. <laughs> No, just that felt really real to me, so I like that. Number three. Alex. Mm-hmm. I really like Frank Langella as Bob. The, uh, what's it? Chief of Staff. Chief of Staff, that's who he is. The Chief of Staff was great. Just menacing, intimidating. Just, oh, that speech about your, your lint, your nothing, your speck of dust. It's like, oh my gosh, what an asshole. <laughs> and then he gets some sweet comeuppance at the end awesome he's just there it's one shot and everything he's presenting dave's presenting the evidence and everything one shot everybody's around him goes back to dave back to bob he's just sitting there all alone he's hanging on to like that one little bumper sticker there's bob for president oh my gosh i thought it was it was weird to me to see ben stein like sit on the floor <laughs> they're all gathered around and Ben Stein's like there and he just sits on the floor I don't know why well, that, that too many people want his money that's true couldn't afford a seat yeah the only thing too is he wouldn't have gone down quietly he would have taken Kevin Dunn's character with him yeah they, they kind of <laughs> but at least that let alone eventually he would have said okay Kevin Klein was an actor that whoever that guy's character was he he's in on it too and then the the first lady was in on like he could he wouldn't have gone down quietly but whatever for like once again for this movie it all worked he got his comeuppance yeah all right uh what were we at uh scott number two yeah yes uh so uh apolitical earnestness <laughs> i guess is my uh my note here um yeah it was just it was, it was fun to watch something about american politics where um it, it was. There really wasn't a message here. <laughs> I, I maybe more ninety three um, about let's make let's get everybody a job. I guess is like as strong as it gets here, but that's not really. Mm-hmm. 
Like it's it's actually really vague. <laughs> and they save a bunch of homeless shelters. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, really, I think really the only swipe here they take is at like defense contractors. I guess in a way. Um, yeah. About in the middle about how we're paying so all not... these defense contractors. They're still paying on time. That they, but they don't do it even though they're behind on whatever um, mm-hmm. they might be contractually obligated to deliver. Um, but yeah, other than that, like yeah, d- like they don't really ever even say if the president is uh, if he's uh, a Democrat or a Republican. Um, so I'm pretty sure he was one and switched to the other. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> well, the one thing they're kind of see. I was just thinking about this. I always thought, okay, the cheating on his wife thing. So they're going after the Clinton. This is during the Clinton era, but this is '93. This is early in Clinton's term. So I don't even know if that was a yeah. poke at him either, because that stuff didn't happen or come out anyway until right. Ew. I mean, Ew. like I, I think like JFK famously That's true. But was, that was so. Right, but but I'm saying like for someone happy birthday, Mr. For, for someone like Reitman, like it wouldn't have felt like that long ago. That's true. Um, so, so yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, it could have been a, a poke at that. Um, who knows? Um, but yeah, I did. I did like again that it wasn't one party against the other. Um, everything came from from within, I guess. <laughs> Frank Langella's character. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's just again, it's just nice. Like, uh, you know, I, I'm a big fan of the West Wing, but, like, even that is, is like, definitely <laughs> about, like, it, it's definitely framing one side as being the, the, the good guys for, for most of it. Uh, not all of it. Um, but, uh, yeah. That's basically it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was going to say that HBO show, too. It was the news, but a lot of political stuff. Um, newsroom. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which was very... One sided, um, but also we're telling the news with hindsight. <laughs> that, that is true. P- yeah, pissed yeah, me yeah, off yeah, about yeah. that show. We were the smart ones. We did not project Florida one earlier. Whatever, like just stupid stuff. Like, oh Jesus, Aaron Sorkin. That's not that great of yeah, writing. I feel like Sorkin, <laughs> like with that, and also like Sorkin was cheating because he used that that same thing about the hindsight. So he has main character be conservative. But he was always able to like weasel his like way around like yeah. <laughs> around around still being like heavily like uh, toward the left with the the general tone of the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, my number two, and I think I've mentioned it a bunch, and you guys mentioned it too. I just thought this movie was a uh, just a fun, nice, feel good movie, which they don't seem to make anymore. Or maybe there are they're like straight to Netflix or something, and I don't watch those usually. But oof, no, those are terrible. <laughs> so it's just a uh, yeah Call yeah I, I think it's it, like Reitman has, definitely has that touch that like an unwatchable comedy yeah yeah they just don't seem they make these Lighter at fair. all anymore yeah um, so anyway I, I enjoyed it again and I just had to comment on that because we don't get too many of these movies yeah uh, Alex number two my number two is the romance that develops between Dave and uh, the First Lady, which, <laughs> again, I wasn't thinking too hard about it, so I was like, oh, okay, that's nice, it's good. They, that took an appropriate amount of time and everything, and they didn't, you know, kiss until the very, very end, which was great. Really uh, the perfect pace for developing those two characters. 
What I am upset about is that there wasn't enough bromance to, uh, who said it, Scott? That there might have been a few scenes missing with Ving Rhames. Because, yeah, that went a little yeah. bit real quick. I wanted a little bit more. More buddy, uh, more buddy stuff with those guys. And just again, something like where eventually he's like, "I'll take a bullet from you," which was which was which was a sweet moment. Um, mm-hmm. But like, yeah, something to like drive home the fact that it, like he felt that way beyond just watching Dave be a good guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it that was the end, last face you see in the movie. I thought that was <laughs> some good acting when there he was down in the kitchen and he was like, "You take, oh, take yeah. a bullet for that me." Was... No, and right. I think that's the first time he thought about that. Like, yeah, he's I like, swore I took oh, a bullet man. for the president, but not some jabroni over here. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Look, the president. <laughs> Fuck, what am I going to do? <laughs> yeah, he does, like, again, yeah, Rames is really good here. Just, like, still still emoting, even though he's just stone-faced for a lot of it, if that makes I sense. I know, right? it's so good with the subtle subtle changes in his, in his facial expression. Yeah. It's awesome. It was amazing. All right, uh, Scott, number one. One is, is Kevin Klein in this movie. Um, yep, this, same. same here. Like, just so good, um, just so likable, <laughs> just guileless. And goes hateable. Back to the, to the other character. <laughs> yeah. What, what was that? Well, hateable, too, as the, as the real Yes, person. yes, that's true. Like, again, going back to the, the prick line. Um, the, yeah, when, when he's as Dave, anyways. Uh, you're just, just affable... Um, you know, again, a movie about, you know, in a way about politics. Uh, he, he's just this guileless guy that is just kind of he, he doesn't think about the the political end of things. He just wants to to do right. Uh, but yeah, just uh, he's, he's doing some really uh, like fun, funny stuff. Um, he's constantly doing something with his hands or, or looking at hands. Um, and it's a lot of it's subtle, but it's it's all really funny. Like uh, I, I laughed out loud um, in the the scene where he goes out in the balcony with the first lady, and uh, she she takes his hand and they hold it up, and just like a second he looks up at, at himself holding her hand. Like, yeah. <laughs> <I can't believe. laughs> like it was it was a subtle thing, but it was it was really funny. Um, when uh, there's a scene later in the movie uh, when he's being rushed out of a room for some reason I, f- I forget why and he's shaking people's hands and Bing Rames like goes to the wrong and he goes to like shake Bing Rames' hand and then he realizes at the last second that that's not what he's trying to do and he like pulls his hand back uh, um, <laughs> when he's when he's given the, the speech in the, the newsroom um, when he it was mimicking the president like you see him he holds his hands apart and you see him like look at his hands to like judge the distance like just just a lot of subtle subtle things uh, that that some like Klein brings to the movie, and uh, I was looking at the trivia, um, and uh, did somebody count how many times he looks at his hands? No, uh, yeah. I was just gonna say the the people they were looking at to do this movie. Um, oh shit! Um, anyways, like Costner was one of them um, who turned it down. Um, I forget who the other person was, but yeah, I just I don't see this this movie <laughs> he working. Was balls deep in uh, <laughs> Aqua World, right? Yeah, yeah. Just I don't see this this being nearly as good with, with another <laughs> actor. It was like Kevin Klein, Warren Beatty, um, um maybe. Nick Nick Cage, Harrison Ford. So the well, those two turn it well. So 
Klein and Warren Beatty turned it down, according to the trivia. Um, but it also says Nick Cage, Harrison Ford, Michael J. Fox, Mel Gibson, Tom Hanks, and Tom Cruise were also considered, which really doesn't mean shit. Like, <laughs> like who knows how... Uh, considered, yeah. Yeah, considered. said their names in a meeting. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure someone was like, Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks? Like, I well, I maybe see someone like Tom Hanks in the, something like this, but... Of the names uh, you yeah. mentioned, he's the only one I think that could possibly work too, because he has to be likable, and I just don't see the fans rooting for a Warren Beatty or a Kevin yeah. Costner. Kevin Costner's not charming enough, I don't think. Like, if there's a Kevin Costner's charming and underdogish enough that you root for, right? Like, well, yeah, like Kevin Warren Ke- Beatty, yeah. Well, neither one of those guys is excitable, which, right. I, which is like Kevin Klein's bringing through like the entire movie where he's, he's excited, genuinely excited about what's going on around him, and I. I like those two just don't have that, that kind of energy. Um, yeah, no, it was like, oh, Dad, I could save you, but no, put my hand up, Superman, don't save me. <laughs> what? <I'm sorry. laughs> so uh, Anyways, I, I digress, yeah. but yeah, I'll, I'll let you guys talk more about Klein if, if you have anything to say. Calvin Klein. <laughs> well, that's about it. I just think, yeah, he's like I said, he's like earnest, exciting. He's got, he's still charming. You can see he. I just yeah, he was good, and like I said, he plays the prick. You know, not very often, and you know, it's only a little bit of time. But he plays that. Mm-hmm. You know, get, looks good. Just get that shitting grin off your face or whatever he <laughs> yeah. says. Like, you, look like he's, sh- you look like a schmuck. Yeah, look like um, a schmuck. I thought he was really good. It made the movie. I, I can't see anybody else doing it. Agreed. All right. Uh, any honorable mentions? Let's see. If I had done other than. Obviously, this is a pre nine eleven movie where like they would show the like long shots of the White House exterior shots. And there's like no snipers on the roof. It's like oh, it's, <laughs> people are like so close. Christ, Everything just, has changed so much. Sniper rifles for like rocket launchers. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is so bad. So just air missiles. Yeah. Taking tours inside the White yeah. House. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't, was that everything? Or is it, like, I honestly yeah, don't boss, know. My mom took a tour inside the White House. Really? Yeah, like it was like late nineties, like right before. Huh. But yeah. I mean, I guess back in the olden times. <laughs> yeah, no. like people could just walk up and hang out in the the front lawn. Yeah, yeah I so. honestly think you could still do it now. I think they stopped it for a while, and you can do it now, but it's just a lot more like um, background checks. Like you have to book it way in advance and, and stuff like that. I think I could be wrong about that. Because, like, for a while you couldn't go inside the Statue of Liberty, but now you can do that again. It's just a lot more security and, and checks. And so, 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 Jeff, you've you've been to D.C. Yeah. Like, do you have any idea what that, where that park was supposed to be that they come out of the tunnel from? That park. overlooks the White House? It, was, it, it comes out of Toontown. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, DC uh, seems awfully empty. That's like my one criticism of this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. You hear it's like awful. It's like LA, like with the traffic going through and the amount of people. So. Uh, a lot of people, want... and it was fucking hot and swampy as hell. Oh, it's the worst weather I've ever experienced in my life. What was it? In National Treasure 2, I want to say that they used that same, not the same set for the tunnel, but like they're doing like the same tunnel. Where he kind of quote unquote kidnaps the president to get out of the White House secretly. See, I thought he had came out not inside. I thought they were still on the White House lawn grounds when they came out. Yeah, they were in Dave. Yeah, in, but Dave. in National Treasure Two, 
they came out like uh, just outside of it. I think. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I didn't go to there's any always, parks. Yeah, there's always a secret tunnel out of the White House. And also the White... Everything is kind of close except the White House. It's not really near the Washington Monument, Lincoln Monument, Congress Building. Those are all kind of around that... The mall, whatever they call it. The White House was kind of off to the... It was a little bit out of the way, if I remember correctly. And it was just so freaking hot, man. Oh, my... It's just swampy... Ugh. I also went in August, so it probably wasn't smart. Hmm. <laughs> so, uh, not really an honorable mention, but uh, going back to the trivia. Um, again, I don't know if this is true, but this is what it says. The events of President Mitchell's stroke during a sexual encounter with a young female assistant are reference to the real-life circumstances surrounding the death of Nelson Rockefeller, the former U.S. Vice President and New York Governor. Rockefeller died in 1979 at the age of 70 during an encounter with his 22-year-old assistant. Ooh. So, there you go. Well, Was she a Rockefeller skank? <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Wasn't that a song? Um, Is that a dance? Everybody do it. Rockefeller shank. It was a Rockefeller shank. Oh, what was that? Rockefeller, Rockefeller. Oh, God, what the fuck was that song? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'll find it. Anyway. Is, that is this the same as the Superman, Selim, and Grundy? <laughs> no, that's a real song. What song is this? <laughs> Rockefeller. Shake. Skate. No, Rockefeller. By, by Flatboy Slim. You don't remember this song? Well, I remember... Oh, <laughs> Funk's old brother? <laughs> yeah, right about now. Funk's old brother. The song's called The Rockefeller Skank. I'm just saying. Uh, I, just, <laughs> I just never thought that that's what he was saying. I just thought the song was called Funk's old brother. Cause that's... <laughs> the name of the song is Rockefeller Skank. Now, I doubt it's oh, okay. about what we thought. Well, but... I mean, it's, it's like the gorilla song. It's named Clint Eastwood. Doesn't necessarily have to be lyrics on the song. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Jeff and his and his pop music. <laughs> Rockefeller, Rockefeller. I can't get that out of my brain. <laughs> right oh my about gosh. now, funk soul. <laughs> all right. Anyway, was it, weren't they playing that song and uh, she's all that? Yes. Okay. See? Yes, they did. Right, I'm glad that came up dance. true because I thought I was coming off like as a real like what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. You like, were. Speaking of so I was gonna say speaking of strokes. <laughs> uh-huh. Alright. And with that, it's time to rate it. Uh we as usual we rate on a scale of one to seven, one being garbage, seven being perfection. Scott, mm-hmm. what do you rate this movie? Uh that's tough. Uh I I'll give this a five. Um, this is a very solid, well-made movie. I love what Kevin Klein's doing here, um, but it's more it's just acting. kind of like breezy rather than like consistency hilarious the whole way through. Um, this mm-hmm. is an easy movie to have on like in the background or something like that, uh, but but not like a top comedy, I guess, or romantic comedy. Anyways, a five. Okay, I have the same. I'm giving it a six for those same reasons, and just I haven't watched a nice breezy movie in a while and I kind of really enjoyed it I definitely will watch this again uh, maybe added to my library um, 
Yeah. It would be the lower end of a six, but I'm making it a six. Yeah. Alex. All right. This movie is a high five for me. High five. I really liked it. I very much enjoyed it. Very watchable. Yep. Yep. All right. And with that, it's time for our crossover topic, which is what, Scott? Our top five fictional presidents. I think when we talked about this, we, we said American presidents, right? Yeah, that, we didn't. And I, when I was putting this list together, I was I did... Well, I have extras, but if we stick to U.S. presidents, I'm good with that, too. Okay, okay. I... Yeah. See, Presidente aquí. Yeah, I tried to stick mostly to that. <laughs> so, uh, my number and five... Also, and also, just sorry, be fiction also, not like, you know, people playing Abraham Lincoln or Washington or whatever, right? We're just doing... Right, right. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. one of mine is cheating, but we'll get to that one. Uh, okay. uh, uh, one of them might be cheating. Uh, number five is... Yeah. Uh, Thomas Tug Benson, uh, which is uh, uh, that's a train lo- on a kid's show. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, I knew I messed up. It, it no, um, it's Lloyd Bridges in Hot Shots Part D. Uh, <laughs> oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> who yeah, graduates from, from being an admiral in the, the first movie to the president here, and just the constant gag about how all of his body play, <laughs> body parts have been replaced. And, <laughs> He has the the final showdown with Saddam, and they have this big like like lightsaber. At one point, they have like lightsabers. Or... Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right, Saddam, we'll do this the old Navy way. Whoever dies first loses. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and it's uh, uh, he's very funny. That's one. Mandelbaum. Very funny. Was he on TBS mm-hmm. or something? Yeah, very funny. Very funny. <laughs> All right. Um... My number five is kind of... I don't know if it's cheating or not, but mine's from a video game. And it'd be President Ronnie from Bad Dudes. <laughs> I'll allow it. Uh, yeah, I'll also allow this. <laughs> Even though I left him off my list because <laughs> there was a President... Well... But it wasn't technically... It wasn't him because probably for legal reasons, so it wasn't him. So that's why yeah, I put him they, they called him Ronnie. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well. Are you so a President bad Ronnie dude? from Bad Dudes. All right, Alex, number five. Uh, see, my number five is a a real person, but he was never the president. And in the Simpsons movie, President Schwarzenegger. Uh, honorable mention for me. Okay. I was elected to lead, not to read. <laughs> that that joke has aged well for me over the years. Like, <laughs> <laughs> considering what's happened in between, and yeah, and, uh... yeah. Hey. Speaking of Schwarzenegger, his, he has his cameo, right? And Dave. Yeah. yeah. I was just thinking, was uh, Reitman like direct like Kindergarten Cop or Twins or one of those? I don't remember if he did. He did Twins. He did Twins? Yeah. Okay. I was wondering, there had to be some kind of connection between him and Reitman for that. So, mm-hmm. And I know at the time, Schwarzenegger was, right? Like the national fitness Yeah, I felt like, I feel like he yeah. did that for like yeah, a yeah. long time, too. Yeah. yeah. I think he did. But I still, still was wondering if there was a connection with Reitman. So, all right, um, Scott, number four. Okay, my number four uh, is one another Thomas, uh, President Thomas J. Whitmore, uh, who is played by one Bill Pullman. Um, I'm oh, guessing much higher on my list. I'll, I'll let Alex talk about him. But uh, yeah, it was like the first one I thought of. Well, I think like the second one I thought of. 
It's about the first one I thought of as my number one. But, <laughs> uh, yep. Oh, uh, Independence Day president. So. All right. Uh, my number four is a fictional president. I don't even know if he has a name. Um, it's not even that big of a one. But I just, I always think he's very presidential in this movie. And it's The Rock. And all he does is give a little speech and green light the the use of the f- stupid gas that will neutralize the other gas. I don't remember. I just, he says, many Americans, blah, blah, blah. Then he, project approved. Motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> I was like, when was Dwayne Johnson the president in a movie? I'm no. To think of it. <laughs> not Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> the movie. Was, the Rock when he was the president and approved the gas. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> You know what okay. I'm talking about now, right? You yeah, yeah. VX guy. Well, <laughs> yeah, I forgot the, the name of all the, the techno mumbo jumbo, but yeah, that was a good little speech. Yeah, and he felt very presidential. So, yeah. so, so, real quick, uh, Ivan Reitman did did Twins, and you're right, he did Kindergarten Cop. Oh. He also did Junior, uh, yeah. which I've never actually seen, <laughs> so I shouldn't say. I watched it. Oops, I was sorry. not impressed. <laughs> all right, uh, Alex, number four. My number four. Is from a video game, but this was he was he really played the president in two games, and this is President George Sears from Metal Gear and Metal Gear Two, where he comes out as Solidus Snake, aka uh, Big Boss. Yep, I don't imagine. Yeah, wasn't he? Was it? Was he the actual Big Boss from Snake Eater, or a clone of Big Boss? From oh, Snake who Eater? fucking knows. Yeah. <laughs> Both. How about that? And this is like the the worst thing that Hideo Kojima has done for me is like he named him Solidus Snake. I know there's some goofy ass fucking names in in his series, but Solidus Snake, Gaseous Snake, it's right there. Solid liquid gas. Anyways, those those the plot of those games it's just slightly convoluted. <laughs> just a just a just a teeny bit. It's too bad the senator wasn't a president because that guy would be number one for me. <laughs> From uh, which one was that? Whatever the 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 Ryden. Uh, oh, well, that was a colonel that was helping him out, right? No, the during the radio, but it turned out it was just a no, computer no, no. AI. So this, so this isn't in one of the snake games. This is you're just playing as Ryden. What the what the name? What the hell was the snake game? Anyways, you fight oh, a son of you... a bitch. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, Metal Gear Rising Revenge. Yes, thank you. Yeah. And yeah you, you I have still this... haven't played that game, but I know. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen the memes and stuff. They're amazing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, there you go, Jeff. Play those games. <laughs> I played the very first Metal Gear on Nintendo. And that was... uh, I feel asleep. Yeah, Jeff, feel, Jeff feels asleep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that game was impossible, too. <laughs> the, yeah. The only time... I ever called out the Nintendo hotline or whatever to get a tip, and whew, it was how to get the rocket launcher or something. And they go into a certain room and dial the right code or something on your CB. Ah, that game was yeah, because it was things. in the back of the box. Whatever, it was hard. Uh, okay, uh, Alex, or sorry, Scott, number three. Uh, but number three, and this is my one that's cheating, but it's so out there that I decided it would be okay. Um, and that's Nixon's head in a jar on Futurama. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll allow it. Because he becomes a robot Nixon, which is different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
robot or Nixon with charisma, I could rule the galaxy. <laughs> Just everything that that he says is gold. Uh, is uh, Nixon's head in a jar? Uh, he like do how Hal, Hal uh, <laughs> talks about how uh, Kissinger got. Uh, Jill St. John in bed. Like, it was just all this weird shit that he says. Uh, it's so funny. Nixon said ninja. He becomes president of Earth. All there right. you go. Um, my number three is Harrison Ford in Air Force One. Um, yeah, we've mm-hmm. done this movie, right? We've talked about it. Yeah. What a badass. I want Han Solo as my president. There it is. Yes. Get off my plane. Yeah, get off my plane. Hey. Yeah. I don't know. No snakes or people nor terrorists on my plane. Alex, mm-hmm. number three. My number three is <laughs> President Linger, Lin, Lin, Lindbergh. Lindbergh. Tiny Lester from Fifth Element. Ah, it's a good one. Yep. He's not President of the United States, though. He's President, He's president of Earth. It's close enough. Yeah. All out. Yeah, wasn't it a competitor <laughs> of the entire like Star Federation or something? He was Sorry, on. No he was, incident. No, no mention. He was, um, yeah, he was on my list, but because he wasn't a U.S. president, I did not allow. Yeah, Earth. It was like more than Earth. He was like the president of space or something. Yeah, they anyway. call him Mr. President. There you go. I, fair enough. Got me beat on that one yeah. with your fancy logic, Scott. Number two. Two is uh, Josiah Bartlett, President Bartlett from the West Wing. Uh, as I said, I'm a big West Wing fan. Uh, Martin Sheen is, is really great on that show. Um, goes from from being uh, like again, this is all like uh, left leaning fever dreams. <laughs> the politics on that show, uh, but uh, he, he goes from. Um, being like this kind of caring father figure to to being like an academic to to being uh, like righteously outraged to to having issues on the show um, and lashing out at people um, runs a, a gamut of things and yeah it's just really good so Bartlett West Wing right. that's honorable mention I never got I started watching it and I liked what I saw but I never get far enough into the show to have him on my list. Um, my number two is, yeah, uh, President Lone Star from Independence Day. Um, I'll let Alex talk about that more because I'm sure it's even mm-hmm. higher on his list. Yeah, damn right it is. So, Alex, what's your number two? My number two is President James Marshall, Air Force One. Get off my CGI plane. Yeah, take that, Gordon. <laughs> and then one guy doesn't listen, he stays on the plane. Yeah, he does. Yeah. All right. Scott, number one. Uh, my number one is President Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho. <laughs> That's right. Just the very first time I, I heard President Camacho, I laugh. And I, I still, every <laughs> once in a while, for whatever reason, someone will bring it up, and I'll just randomly think about it. And just the name President Camacho <laughs> makes me laugh. Um, it's so funny. <laughs> I, maybe just because I'm also picturing like Terry Crews with the, the wig. Um, but Wait, what is this from? The uh, Idiocracy. Oh God, I don't even remember that movie. Um, yeah, that movie like flew way under the radar. Like all of a sudden, it was just like mm-hmm. on DVD. All of a sudden, 
but yeah. uh, way back in the day. Uh, but just the President Camacho is I I can't really even explain it. I just find it fucking hilarious. So yeah, that's my number one. <laughs> and Terry Crews is very funny as as Camacho. That should be mentioned. Once again, this fool just got himself a motherfucking presidential pardon. <laughs> All right, well, my number one is President Merkin Muffley from <laughs> Dr. Strangelove. That's good. <laughs> the bomb, Hello, Dimitri. Ivan. <laughs> the bomb. Hello, Ivan. I know, Ivan. I mean, I can call you when it's not on the job, Ivan. Of course I call you, Ivan. Yeah. So, <laughs> so good. good. Peter Sellers is great in that movie. Yeah. Just, uh, I will lock all of his history as the Jeez. greatest mass murderer since Adolf Hitler. Um, yep, that's my number one. Alex, what's yours? Number one, Thomas J. Whitmore from Independence Day. Still my favorite speech from a president in a movie of all time. Good morning. Oh, so good. What? It, what? It, he has a shortage of something, doesn't he? Yeah, missiles. <laughs> doesn't anyone have any more missiles? <laughs> okay, you're Bill Pullman... Pretty much is also your Robert Loggia. Yeah, it just <laughs> they kind of melt together in that scene. Get him out of there. Uh, they should do uh, an orange juice commercial with Bill Pullman. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, Bill Pullman. Who would you believe? I don't know Bill Pullman. <laughs> you know what, Billy? Your mother's right. <laughs> I think that, you don't the, like it. It's got I, calcium. Like, yeah, I feel like. Want uh, it. Independence Day set the bar for, like, what presidents could do in movies. <laughs> like once, once, once they they broke the the glass ceiling there, so now presidents can can do anything, <laughs> outside of being president. <laughs> Nuke the bastards. All right. Uh, any honorable mentions? Uh, so, um, going back to the the video games, you you mentioned uh, Ronnie. Um, <laughs> there's this, this old Sega game called Ninja Warriors, and the premise is that this, this, so this is a Japanese game, uh, uh, right. the, the premise is that, uh, a gang has, has taken over the world, um, but it's run by the, by the president of the United States, <laughs> <laughs> and, like, they don't straight out say it but that's exactly what whatever what, what's going on um but the name of the president is bangler <laughs> like i don't know bangler. where they get with this name yeah and it's funny because this is a sega cd game so they actually when the game starts you get this speech about uh, like all this stuff and they mention the name bangler uh it's it's weird it's really weird what about president scroob i th- i thought about that but yeah that's yeah, so if we were allowing non-U.S. presidents, I had... Or non, um, non, non-Milky Way presidents. <laughs> I had uh, yeah, President Scroob, What's-His-Face from Fifth Element, and then uh, President... Oh, God. Laura... What's her name from Battlestar Galactica? What's her name? President? It's Laura. I don't remember. Oh, uh, yeah. And she had cancer. Yeah, she had cancer. Yeah, Roslyn, President Roslyn. Yes. Um. All right. 
Well, I guess with that, it's time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball? Well, Pinchy Pujols is back with the Cardinals. <laughs> I know. But he's, he's just yeah, he's just ending his career. It's his, it's his last season. He says he wants to, yeah, I guess he wanted to end, it, end his baseball career where it started. So they signed him for a one-year, $2.5 million Did they actually? Did he actually say that he was done after this year? Um, or is that just speculation? I think that might be speculation, but yeah, the article says uh, when your contract giving him a chance to end his career in the place where it started, he returns with 679 career home runs. The only, the only reason this works is because they have the DH now. But I don't have to tell you that, Alex. Yeah, I know. He's he's down home with the Cardinals. Because <laughs> I don't think they would pay him that. Like, I, I like two point five is not a lot in baseball. Not in baseball. So uh, I don't know if they would even have paid him that much though if if he couldn't like DH because I don't think they would stick him out in first base. Or anything. So anyway, time for Neam News. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Okay. Um... Some, you know, do this more often than we'd like. But uh, starting off with some some sad news, uh, the Taylor Hawkins of the the Foo Fighters, uh, yeah, you know, tragically passed away. Who, who's not that much older than us? <laughs> so yeah. it kind of hits home. Uh, I've always been a, a a big Foo Fighters fan, at least as much as I'm a, a music fan. Anyway, um, I think Jeff, you were saying that you were gonna go see them in concert right yeah we had tickets to go see him at uh i don't know where so i think somewhere in la but yeah we have tickets i doubt that's happening yeah uh, just yeah mm-hmm. again sad uh the they say there's a bunch of stuff in the system we'll, we'll see if there's any additional news of that but uh mm-hmm. yeah apparently he'd been clean sober for a while but yeah i remember Watching a documentary or something, or an interview with Dave Grohl, and he talked about because back in the day, early on in Italy, he got he overdosed or whatever, and like Grohl's like, "You can't do this to me." I just lie. I lost Kurt back then, like five years ago. I can't have this happen. So, and he got clean. I heard for a while, and then hmm. I mean, he was in Bogota, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so uh, sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, these guys, uh, you, you, him, uh, a little while ago again, Mark Lanigan. Uh, yeah, just guys that definitely put their, their mm-hmm. thumb on. And you know, he grew up music. in Laguna Beach, which is, people don't know, right around the corner from us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he, he was born somewhere else, but he was raised in Laguna Beach and I guess got his big start. Like He was like just in the band for Alanis Morissette. Studio musician, yeah, and then he's like, "I'd rather be in a real band." Went to (laughs) (laughs) then he went to Real Big Fish, and he said, "You know what?" (laughs) 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 He said, "We don't like we're sorry, we don't need a twenty seventh member." Okay, and then uh, moving over to uh, the Oscars, which happened last night as of this recording. Um, Anything happen? Not really. Um, okay. The uh, I I missed the in memoriam, and it's always 
like a huge bummer, <laughs> but I, I feel compelled to, to watch it, but I, I caught it online. Um, I was unaware of more sad passings. Uh, Sonny Chiba passed away. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that shit, either. Really? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So that 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 sucked. Like I was like, oh damn it. Uh, Atori Hanzo for people who. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and many other things, obviously, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The. And, yeah, like I the let's go on, but. Uh, um, I felt like we never talked about uh, Sonny Chiba, so passing out now. Um, Steven Sondheim too. I I was surprised at that, but he was in his nineties, so that's that's one of those sad but not tragic kind of things. Um, but yeah, I guess he was nominated this year for for. Um, well, I don't know. Was he? I don't know if he's nominated for West Side Story stuff. Um, because shit that came out in the sixties <laughs> when he did that. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, at, at any rate, um, yeah, I, did, I didn't know about Sondheim um, with the this whole West Side Story revival going on. Um, I don't know how much of that he was a part of. Um, but uh, looking at the winners of things, um, as I was mentioning in one of our side chats uh, with, with Alex and Jeff, uh, I'm I'm bad. I'm a bad movie fan. <laughs> I like I I don't know like when it happened exactly and I just kind of stopped seeing movies which sucks cuz I was like pride my nerddom on on my movie knowledge but uh other than like so you know I I forget how many years it's been now since they they moved to the 10 movie format or or around 10 anyways for best picture nominations um but yeah, I did not see any of these except Dune. Uh, I tried Nightmare Alley and I I, I bailed. Um, Don't Look Up is a thing I want to watch. Drive My Car is a thing I want to watch. Um, so we'll see. Maybe I'll get around to one of these. But the movie that did wind up winning, wind up winning, was Coda. Um, so mm. I don't know anybody that saw that movie. Uh, which is not a knock on the movie. It's just like this wasn't a super mainstream thing, uh, as as the Academy likes to reward that more than say stuff like Dune. Not that I thought Dune should have been Best Picture, based on my viewing, but uh... yeah, based on the sloppy combat. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Alex. Uh, did 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 either of you watch Don't Look Up? I did. What'd you think? Nope. It was it was fun. It's not, it was whatever. Yeah. yeah, it looked like a little too dour. Like I just didn't want to <laughs> deal with that kind of humor. It's yeah. definitely social commentary. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, best actor, uh, Will Smith won for King Richard. Um, I just <sighs> no interest in seeing that movie because it wasn't about like it was about him and not the the sisters. It wasn't about Serena and Venus, like. I don't know. I, I just feel like a movie where they're the center and not him is more interesting to me. But I don't know. I haven't watched it. Maybe it's like I'm assuming it's good. Um, I wanted to see it. We never got around to it. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we will get around to that. Um, uh, so he, in the movie, does it talk about how he pardons uh, Robin of Luxley and then his life after that? 
Um, goes goes on to, to say that uh, he sometimes has a Scottish accent, sometimes not. <laughs> yeah. Um, he has an likes, likes to slap around women when they get hysterical. Oof. Uh, so. Jesus. You mean, you mean William Shatner? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. so, you want to tell that story, Jeff? Oof. Uh, yeah, I was just watching it, and I was, uh, and they showed some... Oh, there was the Billy. I- they were showing the Billy Eilish video for the James Bond thing, and I asked Laura, like, "Can you name three James Bonds?" And she named Pierce Brosnan, Daniel Craig, and William Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> she meant Sean Connery, but she said William Shatner, Shatner and Shatner. I couldn't. I was dying. Dying. The names Bond. <laughs> yeah. James Bond. Yeah. Do you expect me to talk, <laughs> Ms. Money Penny? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's oh god. Uh, anyway, uh, best actress uh, uh, Jessica Chastain for the Eyes of Tammy Faye. Um, just it was interesting that Olivia Coleman is was nominated again. Like once she got that that one win, now she's like in there perennially. She's like the new Dame Judi Dench, just <laughs> in there every year now. Mm. Um, that Billie Eilish song did win, by the way. Uh, yeah, she's halfway through her, to her EGOT already. <laughs> uh, so, uh, anything else? Best animated feature um, was Encanto. Uh, the other nominees were Mitchell's vs. Machines, which I hear is really good. Yeah, it's uh, better than Encanto. <laughs> uh, Luca, 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 Luca. Also better than Encanto. Uh, Flea, which I feel like is was more of an... like and Outside of Hollywood, like outside of Hollywood. Hollywood, <laughs> outside of Hollywood, thing that that was made. Um, Hollywood is pretty hilly, flea. though. So. It is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the other nominee was Ryan, the Lost Dragon, Last Dragon, the Lost Dragon. Um, mm. Director James James geez. Jane Campion for Power of the Dog. Um, take that Spielberg <laughs> <laughs> in your face. Uh, they never even showed him yesterday. Was he there? I don't know. There was a funny tweet I saw today about, like, I don't know if it's true or not, but they asked Al Pacino wasn't, why he wasn't at the Oscars, and he said he forgot. <laughs> but he was there. Which is pretty funny. Hmm? Pacino was there. I didn't watch, I, I barely watched any of it, so I don't Yeah, know. they had um, him, Coppola, and De Niro okay. come out, yeah, there was, like, the 50th anniversary. Okay, yeah, I, I saw something about that, we had to... They look pretty bad. Which, but... <laughs> yeah, well. Oh. Oh. Oh, they also what I liked. They kind of did like I don't know if it was anniversaries of movies, but they had Wesley Snipes, Woody Harrelson, and uh, Rosie Perez come out. Okay, and introduce them for war, which that's cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen Wesley Snipes in forever. And there was one other trio, and I couldn't. I forgot what it was, but it was cool to have like kind of the groups of characters. Yeah, that was that was one one interesting thing they did did during the in memoriam. where they had uh, uh, Tyler Perry come out to say something about Sidney Poitier at the beginning, and then halfway through they had Bill Murray come out and he said something about Ivan Reitman. Yeah, it was kind of weird. All it was, it was weird. Nowhere. Like I, I didn't like the, I didn't like it at all because <laughs> like they kept they just showed the people singing and dancing. I'm like, I don't give a shit about them. <laughs> like it was, it was fine for for like Tyler Perry and and Bill Murray to, to like okay let's show them talking that's fine, but like I feel like you're taking away from the I don't know 
it's it's a weird thing that they the, the whole the whole segment is very weird. Uh, what I was wondering last night was like I wonder what kind of politics go on to get your yeah. fan member on this list, right? Because of course the big stars are going to make it, but you know when they show you know the editor of films in the golden age, like I I just feel like there's some of these people aren't. There's people got always on the cusp, but who makes that list and how well, much of a well, like like Norm Macdonald wasn't wasn't on the the TV broadcast, so. uh, or Bob Saget, or Bob Saget, yeah, like neither one huh. of them, and I feel like they've made more of an impact pop culture yeah. in the last twenty years. Um, mm-hmm. So hmm. yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's, again, the whole thing's very weird, uh, like getting on there, and it's all very morbid, and <laughs> and yet <laughs> I make it a point to always go out of my way to watch it. Uh, whatever they they ended up producing, um, but uh, anyways, uh, uh, best supporting actress Ariana DeBose, West Side Story, best supporting actor Troy Kotzer. Did you guys hear that? Oh well, hopefully it's a short link. God damn it! Sorry, my computer's making noises at me. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, uh, Troy Koster for Coda was best supporting actor. Um. And, uh, yep. And other things. Original screenplay, Belfast, Count Brana. David screenplay, Coda. Seeing Sean, I don't know if that's a heater. Um, and other Sorry, things. I one other thing. Uh, uh, Momoa and uh, Brolin introduced um, special effects or something like that. Okay. Holy crap. Is Momoa's huge and Berlin's way shorter than I thought. It was like a two foot difference. It's like Thanos <laughs> really? shrunk. Don't don't they make a joke about that and and about his height in uh, Deadpool two? Maybe because yeah, that, when they stood next to each other. I was like, oh my god, yeah, really Momoa's a big fucking dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know Momoa is big, but he still looked like. Yeah, Bro, look pretty tight. Yeah, I think. So. Yeah, I think they were they were doing some force protective stuff in Dune because <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't think Chalamet is that tall. Um, yeah. But yeah, Dune. Yeah, Dune won some of the yeah best visual effects, um, best score. Hans Zimmer, not um, best fight choreography. I'll tell you that. Yeah, damn it, Alex. Maybe he did in the MTV Movie Awards. You don't know. <laughs> MTV Movie Awards. Uh, so, is that still a thing? Or no? I don't know. Uh, cinematography Dune won that best editing Dune mm-hmm. best production design Dune best sound mm-hmm. Dune so they they kind of swept the technicals plus the yeah. the uh, editing uh, mm-hmm. so anyway yep Oscars happened so uh, another year down <laughs> and and something else might have happened that, that might get people to watch next time but I don't really feel like talking about it uh, nah, uh, Alex. Anything you wanted to go over? <laughs> uh, yeah. Speaking of inoffensive movies, sometimes uh, my I love my wife very much, but when it's her turn to pick like a family movie, every once in a while she'll just pick the absolute just worst thing <laughs> that like is on like Prime or something. So we watched Timber, the Treasure Dog, <laughs> and <laughs> I mean. If you've never seen like uh, a movie back in the '90s made on a camcorder <laughs> and a zero-dollar budget, this is like kind of the equivalent. It's, oh my gosh, I have to sit through it. 
And it's like we're she's scrolling past like uh, <laughs> like Adventures in Babysitting, Little Nemo the with the Dream Master, and like all these fantastic kids movies. It's like to land on Timber the Treasure Dog. Did the oh my gosh! Did, did the boys like it though? Uh, yeah. Well, there you go. It, but it, it's not yeah. for you. <laughs> no, I know it's not for me. But it's one of those movies that yeah, they've already forgotten it, and I wish I could. But I'm sure you've never made Leah watch anything terrible. No, because I let her leave the room. <laughs> I let her leave the room. Yeah. She can, she's, you know what, I'm going to go watch yeah, my own yeah, thing. Yeah, you, you, okay, you, you might want to go do something else uh, <laughs> before I hit play. Well, you've made me no, watch I, shitty movies, I'll tell you that. Yeah. I, I don't know what you're talking about, Jeff. <laughs> I'm going to put Timber and the Little Wolf on here, or whatever it's called, we're going to watch it. Well, you're just torturing yourself at that point, then. Yeah, yeah. but it's worth it. I'll take some. <laughs> I'll I've already seen it, so I can make the list right now. It's all sevens. <laughs> Right. Anything else, Alex? Besides Timber the Treasure Dog? <laughs> no. That's, what kind of dog is Timber the Treasure Dog? Rule my nightmares. Uh, husky. A husky. Okay. Oh, and the now you sure flap, was it, you sure wasn't they, a Malamute? They animated fucking lip flap on all the animals. Oh my gosh. Anyways, it could have been a Malamute. Could have watched Disney Snow Dogs. I would have rather watched that. Which I think is part of the title is Disney's Snow Dogs. It's not just Snow Dogs. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's not just Snow Dogs. You sure you weren't watching Call of the Wild? You weren't watching a Jack London, Jack London, John. A Jack, you weren't you weren't you weren't watching a Jack Lemon survival movie. <laughs> London, it. not Lemon. Uh, I would again. I would have rather watched that. <laughs> All right, because remember correctly, he's a talking half half wolf in the book, right? <laughs> Dinner for half wolf. <laughs> Dinner for half wolf. Uh, anything else, Alex? Nope. Besides, that's it. Timber the treasure dog. Yeah. All right. Jeff, anything you want to go over? Um, not much. I finished watching... Uh, Ooh, Mai Tai. Uh, what's, what the hell is that name of the movie? Rum. The show. The, 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 the John Cena. Captain... Oh, Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Yeah, Peacemaker. Finished watching that. Really good. Recommend it. You haven't finished it, right, Scott? No. have not. All right. Uh, finish it so we can all talk about it, because it's a really good show. Um, did that. I... Keep watching Winning Time, the Lakers show. I'm really enjoying that. How, how many episodes is that? Or is it is it not all the way out yet? The Laker one? Yeah. I don't, it's not all the way out. I think episode three or okay. four have come out so far. Okay. Um, so yeah, I just think the like I said you have to be, you have to enjoy the source material. If you don't really into that, you probably won't like the show. But if you're into that or sports in general, watch it. Um, it really is pre our generation, but if your dad likes sports, you know back then, and he he he, my dad taught me all this stuff. Like, oh, that's the guy. Oh, yeah, I knew that Chick Hearn did this, or I knew Jerry West. Like all that stuff is from uh, stories my dad said. So I'm really enjoying that. And then uh, I watched a dark, couple episodes of Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, I watched uh, that the plane from the plane ride from hell, <laughs> which is notorious WWF stars coming back from London on a private plane and. Oh boy, these guys are beasts, animals. Uh, this is the, yeah, this is the eighties, right? No, this is. It might even be early two thousands. Because it was after the merger of WWF and WCW, so okay. That, I think that's early two thousands. Yeah, the, yeah, that, uh, 
Yeah, that sounds about right. Late uh, 90s, early 90s. Yeah, and this, unfortunately, uh, Scott Hall just passed, but that was when he got fired from the WWF because that guy was at a major uh, drinking and drug problems, and he grabbed one of the flight attendants and was saying all sorts of stuff. Ric Flair was literally, I was joking about the helicopter dick. No, he literally does the helicopter dick to, to and all the way and like kind of traps <laughs> one of the stewardesses and makes him makes her touch his dick. Anyway, it is pretty terrible stuff that goes on. Yeah. And, but he didn't get fired because basically, as Jr. says, he was a made man. Like it's that world is weird, man. <laughs> it's fucked up. And the whole time Vince is on the plane, but he's in a different section. So he just kept telling Jr. to deal with it, and he didn't deal with it correctly. And they cut off so, so, Hayes' so wait, ponytail. Wait, wait, wait. And wait, what? Cut off whose ponytail? Hayes. I forgot his name. One of the managers. <laughs> cut off his ponytail. Xbox cut off his ponytail <laughs> while he was sleeping. Uh, so so jr like was like a like an actual like manager of the company yeah he was he was not just the announcer jr was like uh vice president and and director of booking and talent yeah jr was huge in wrestling yeah no idea so yeah he was sitting back you know in the front section they said it was all first class but there was the extra first first class section with like (laughs) where where, maybe the man was basically said like stay the fuck out Way for me, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Also, I mean, you just hear these names and the stuff that was going on. And, well, it's a good yeah. thing that it's all been cleaned up since then. <laughs> yeah. So. Anything, I don't know if you guys have watched. The reenactments, they have, like, it's always, like, a smoke-filled room. And they have <laughs> actors who are, you know, portraying them. But you can't see their face because it's obviously not them. And uh, it's, it's pretty, like I said, it's terrible, the stuff that these guys were doing. Uh, to these poor flight attendants. I mean, there's like three young girls and they're trying to stop these 300-pound men from doing whatever. They're fighting each other. And, and like I said, they're actually more than harassing the women. And it, it was it's awful. <laughs> Jesus. But interesting watch. Uh, yeah. That's all. And that's on Discovery Plus, which we got that to watch all our home improvement shows. But I found <laughs> there's, there's, there's other stuff on there, too. So, hmm. uh, And that's all I got. It's, uh, Moon Knight this Wednesday. First episode. Oh, oh already? Damn. Yep. Snuck up on us. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we'll also, see. I don't think they've done the Razzies yet. Right? When do they do those? Well, usually. I don't know. They they had the... Remember, remember they had the, the Bruce Willis category, so... Yeah, worst, <laughs> worst acting by Bruce I'm Willis. Guess, I'm Bruce guessing Willis. Bruce Willis won that category. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. so I just saw something on that. It's from the Red Letter Media guys. And I guess they've been doing like his worst stuff by him. And I guess people are kind of got mad at him because there's rumors out there that he actually has dementia. He's starting to get dementia. And so he's just doing all of this to get as much money as he can to support his family. Yeah. So I, I, and they said they don't know. It's just a... A rumor, but it's, it makes it a little more, I guess, mm. ma- reason why he's doing this stuff. And he has like an earpiece. You know, if some of these movies, he has like an earpiece in, and they're just feeding him his lines. Like it's the most blatant mm-hmm. thing as possible. But doing, he's doing just trying Orson to suck Wells. in money before he can't do it anymore. Yeah, which is fine. I'd, I'd be doing that. Yeah, like if that's true, then okay, fine. That makes sense why he's doing this. But if not, then yeah. Like what if if that's true though? Like what happened to his money? Like, I, I get it, it's easy to lose money, but... No, I'm sure he still has some, but he's just making a bit more. 
Yeah, they didn't, More make than some. Like, they didn't make it sound like he was running out of money. He's just trying to get as much as possible to support his family for the rest of their life. You know, he's just doing it while he can. Like, his his grandkids, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm sure he's lived a pretty, what's the word, uh, extravagant lifestyle. He's a, he's a yeah. bon vivant. Yeah. <laughs> bon vivant. <laughs> you speak French now? Oui. oui. <laughs> all right. That's all I got. Again. All right, sounds like it? we're we're good then. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. These are the Dave's I know, I know. These are the Dave's I know. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.